Hello, this is Dennis Thomas from Things That Matter, where we speak about everything from faith to finance and all things in between. So I wanted to jump right in and speak about a topic that's very important. Is the Bible accurate, reliable? Was it written by eyewitness testimony? Now, when we think about this, often I've heard objections, whether verbally communicated or sometimes things I've read in an article. The Bible is not the original version. It's just a copy. It was written by man. It's been translated too many times. Now, when we think about some of these objections out there, they raise pretty good questions, right? We're talking about a book that was written, Genesis, for example, 1440 to 1400 BC. It's over 3400 years ago. Can we really know, since we weren't there, whether or not these words were 100% accurate, 100% reliable? Were they even written by eyewitness testimony? Or were these words passed down verbally? There's a big difference between something being passed down verbally and being written by eyewitness testimony and people that are actually present. So what I want to do is speak about the Bible's reliability, accuracy, and try to answer that question. Was it written by eyewitness testimony? Or was it not? Very simple, right? Now, if we look at the Bible, there's 40 authors of the Bible, some of them human authors, like Luke, Paul, Moses, Amos, amongst others. It was written over a period of 1,500 years in three continents, Africa, Asia, Europe. Now, one of the defenses, a very strong defenses for the Bible's reliability, the amount of manuscripts that we have. And we know manuscripts, those are the original not original copies, those are written copies, handwritten copies, okay? So we think about the Bible, there are no original articles that exist. They're either lost, hidden, or no longer in existence. So we can start there. Is that a problem? Not entirely. There's over 4,000 known manuscripts of the Bible dated between the 2nd and the 15th century. Now let's look at some other ancient works that we rely on, that we think are reliable and accurate. Aristotle, for example, there's only 49 copies dated within 1,400 years of the original. Caesar, 10 copies dated within 1,000 years of the original. Homer, 643 copies dated within 500 years of the original. And as we know, Homer's Iliad, that is the Greek Bible. Now, next to our Bible, the Christian Bible, they have the largest amount of manuscripts, 643. And we have 4,000, over 4,000 known manuscripts, and that's just for Greek writings. They estimate about 5,800 Greek letters being written, 10,000 in Latin. So these are manuscripts that were written in these languages, 9,300 in Slavic, Armenian, Ethiopic, etc., when we look at some of these books here that are written, and we look at the amount of information that the Bible has compared to other ancient writings, we have more than any other book in all of antiquity. This is a strong argument for the reliability and the accuracy of the Bible. Now, especially when you think about the Bible being written in these different languages, meaning that they came from different geographical areas, which allows us to cross-check the documents to figure out what the original would look like. Because... We don't have any original articles. They're either lost, 
hidden or no longer in existence. We said this, right? Well, let's even think about the oldest manuscripts that we have. I just read an article recently in the New York Times that they found these silver scrolls that were dated from 587 B.C. Now, prior to that, the oldest manuscripts that we had were the Dead Sea Scrolls. Now, the Dead Sea Scrolls from 150 B.C. to 7 B.C., they contained books of the Hebrew Bible. So we're talking about about 24, 23 books of the Hebrew Bible that these Dead Sea Scrolls contained. But you also have many other books here. The Codus Sinaiticus had 400 pages, which included half of the Old Testament and the full New Testament. Now, besides the Codex Sinaiticus, which again, 400 pages, including half of the Old Testament and the full New Testament, you also had the Codex Vaticanus, almost all of the Old Testament and New Testament, which is found in the Vatican Library. So if any of you guys ever visit there, you can go and say, I want to see the Codex Vaticanus, which has almost all the Old Testament and the New Testament. And again, these are books that were written 300 to 100 BC. I mean, we're talking about old manuscripts. This is again trying to build the case here that the Bible was 100% accurate, 100% reliable. We didn't get into the part where it was written by eyewitness testimony. We will get to that point. Now when you think about this, okay, I had another question myself. How do we know when these biblical letters were written? I mean, we're talking about Genesis being written between 1440 to 1400 B.C., if we look at some of the Gospels, the Gospel of Mark was written between eighty forty-five to 50, Luke 50 to 53, Acts 57 to 60. But as I said before, we have no original articles because they were either lost, hidden, or no longer in existence. How do we actually know when some of these books were written if we don't have the original? They look at certain things. One of the things that they look at, and again, we're talking about textual critics that are going to review some of this information. Uh, the great thing when you look at these textual critics, they are really looking and comparing different manuscripts or editions to determine exactly what the original text would have looked like. But they look at certain features to try to come to this conclusion. One of the things that they look at is the style of writing. So they're able to see the style that was used in some of these books where you're able to understand the language being different and, and you're able to come to a conclusion of when these books are written. And a lot of times you'll see an estimate, like the book of Mark, for example, would be estimated to be written between 45 to 50. The book of Genesis estimated to be written between 1440 to 1440 BC. So they're giving you a timeline here that they are making as an assumption, but they're grabbing enough information to come to these conclusions. The other thing that they're going to look at are the mentions of people or places. That will allow them also, these textual critics, to come to a strong conclusion on when the books were written. Because if we're speaking about certain topics, okay, so for example, if we were writing a book now and we spoke about 9-11 and we spoke about some of the events that happened, the amount of people that passed away and the building that had occurred, and we were talking about how those events happened, let's say, last week, then we know that we are probably talking about a date 
between 2001, 2002. So that just gives you guys an example of what they're looking at. Mentions of people or places allows them to come to a conclusion on when some of these books are written. They look at specific words or literary style. That really also helps them place it around a certain time. So they're able to use this information that's out there to come to conclusions on when the Bible was written. And when you look at some of the versions of the Bible, we have like the King James Version, for example. This is based on a Greek manuscript that represents the majority text, while modern versions like the NIV, New International Version, are based on the critical text. So there's certain things that they look at to even examine some of these large amounts of manuscripts. So, for example, the critical text, it examines a large number of manuscripts in order to determine which reading is most likely closest to the original. And then any variants that are found in the oldest manuscripts are closest to the original. Then you also have the majority of the manuscripts. That takes any text variances that are found in the majority of the manuscripts that are closest to the original. So there are different formats that are used to allow each one of these Bibles that you're reading, because sometimes you'll hear people make a mention that the Bible's been written in different languages and some Bibles have wording a little bit different than others. That's only because some of these Bibles, like the King James Version, being based on a Greek manuscript that represents the majority of texts. So again, they're looking at the majority of the manuscripts. So any text variances that are found in the majority of the manuscripts are closest to the original. Sir William Ramsey, he was regarded as one of the greatest archaeologists who have ever lived. He was skeptical of the Gospels and Acts and set out to investigate. But he concluded after 30 years of study, Luke is a historian of the first rank. Acts was written with such judgment, skill, and art and perception of truth as to be a model of historical statement. Guys, these books are 100% accurate. 100% reliable, and they were written by eyewitness testimony. Now let's think about this. Jesus Christ walked this earth between AD 1 and AD 33. We look at the book of Mark, for example. So the Gospels were written about Jesus' life. Jesus Christ would be the founder of Christianity. But we're looking at Mark, for example, who writes about Jesus Christ. It was written in AD 45 to 50. As we said, Jesus died in A.D. 33, roughly. So 12 years later, Mark is writing about his life. There's a good chance that either Mark was around to see all the events that happened, or he was able to interview people that were around to see the events that happened, which shows us that the Gospels were written by eyewitness testimony. Let's look at the Gospel of Luke. It was written between 50 and 53. Again, Jesus died in A.D. 33. So now we're talking about 17 years after Jesus Christ died. Luke is writing about his life. Acts was written between 57 and 60. So we're talking about books that were written very close to the time that Jesus Christ lived and died. The Gospels were written by eyewitness testimonies. This is another reason why the Gospels are accurate, because they were written early. We have manuscripts dated between the 2nd and the 15th century. Okay, Jesus Christ would have walked the earth in the 1st century, died in the 1st century. And we found 
over 4,000 manuscripts dated between the 2nd and the 15th century, more than any other book in all of antiquity. We know that they're reliable because we found so many handwritten copies of the Bible. So now we have multiple ways to check to see if these things are accurate. So if we're looking at the critical text, for example, which we know that the New International Version was based on the critical text, they're examining a large number of manuscripts. They have a lot to choose from. There's over 5,800 Greek manuscripts that we found, 10,000 in Latin, 9,300 in Slavic, Armenian, Ethiopic, etc. They can examine a large number of manuscripts in order to determine which reading is most likely closest to the original. So they're looking at all these manuscripts and they're trying to decide, do they look similar? Because those are the ones that we're going to use. Or, again, you have the majority of the manuscripts. The King James Version, for example, uses this. They look at the majority of manuscripts and any text variances that are found in the majority are closest to the original. So if they found that there are variants that were done in more copies than not, that was a copy that they wanted to use. So again, we have a ton of manuscripts here. We know that it was written early, and the last thing that we're showing here is that they were written by eyewitness testimony. Mark being written in AD 45 to 50, Jesus Christ dying in AD 33. Luke being written between 50 and 53. Again, Jesus Christ dying in 33. We're talking about the Bible being written early, by test, eyewitness testimony, as well as having just a ton of documentation to prove that these things are true. Now, another thing that I want to speak about, too, that we spoke about in one of our previous episodes, are the corroboration of the Gospels even outside of the Bible. You have secular writers writing about the Bible, as well as the Bible, obviously, being able to support itself. But if we look at someone like Tacitus, Josephus, I mean, these are historians that were writing during their period of time and writing about topics, and even the dates that they wrote about some of these ideas and thoughts were still around the same time that Jesus Christ was walking the earth, and they kind of corroborate with the time that these Gospels were written. Now let's look at the book of John, for example. The book of John was written between 80, 85, and 90, so a little bit later on than some of these other Gospels that we read about Mark and Luke. But the Apostle John, for example, lived between 86 to 100. Now, again, he lived the same time that Jesus Christ walked this earth, it was between 1 and 33 A.D., but what did he say? What did these first eyewitnesses say to their students? One of John's students was Ignatius. He was born between, or lived between 35 to 117 AD. He wrote several important letters to the early church. Seven authentic letters from Ignatius survive to this day. They were written in AD 105 to 115. He knew many apostles and mentioned them frequently. He quoted seven to 16 New Testament books and he echoed John's description of Jesus. Another student of John was Polycarp. He lived from 69 to 155 AD. His letters were written between 100 to 150 AD. He was familiar with the other living apostles and eyewitnesses to the life of Jesus. His writings represented 14 to 16 New Testament books. 
His letters focused on reminding Philippians of their duty to live in response to the New Testament teaching. Guys, there is enough information out here, and I didn't even really scratch the surface. I mean, if you read books like The Case for Christ, like Lee Strobel, it goes into depth here. They have chapters on the amount of information that we have. And I'm talking about books that corroborate what Jesus said that are outside of the Bible. These are secular books, secular people that don't necessarily believe, don't believe, but they wrote about Jesus Christ. They wrote about the Bible. They wrote about God. And these are some of, like, if we look at Apostle John, these are, he's, he was an eyewitness account of what happened, and he's speaking to his students now, and his students are writing about it. So there's multiple evidence, data out there that we have that the Bible is 100% accurate, 100% reliable, and it was written by eyewitness testimony. I want you guys to think about some of these facts that I gave you. Because if anyone does come up to you and ask you whether or not the Bible was written by man, or if we have the original version, that it being just a copy, or being translated too many times, is that really a weakness for the Bible with all the information that we have? Because the fact is that other books that we would look at, like Homer's Iliad or some of the writings and works by Aristotle and Caesar, for example, we don't necessarily question those things, yet the information that we have on them are so small. And the writings that they have are dated 1,400 years from the original, 1,000 years from the original. Not only do we have the dating that's close to the time that Jesus walked this earth, we have eyewitness testimony of the same things. We have multiple manuscripts we're able to figure out the dates when some of these books were written, and these books were written old. They were written a long time ago. Guys, I want you to think about some of these facts that I gave you. And be ready to give an answer to anyone who asks you for a reason. Thank you.